0: I'm Melissa Shelton and I'm a veterinarian, holistic veterinarian from Minnesota. And um, I practice integrative medicine or holistic medicine and my area of specialty is in essential oils. And um, it just was one of those things where as you practice traditional medicine, you find cases that are very frustrating. And as you find those cases, you wanna find more for them. And so we would start to practice more and more different holistic modalities trying to find answers for things and um, when i was exposed to essential oils it was just a passionate spark for me mm-hmm. and it became a modality that just made sense it had a lot of energy and connection with with me and um and we would see results with it and so that became my passion in this
1: area so i have so many questions just about that little <laughs> statement i have so many questions but did you you graduated and you went into like a traditional practice or um uh, uh, conventional practice initially, right? Yeah. And did you? I know you're a perpetual learner, and I think I think that that's the most common consistent thread I've seen with most holistic vets or integrated vets is that these are not vets that you fit into a box as personality wise. Yeah. So we're because we're always challenging and questioning and learning and challenging. I think that there's a I do think that there's despite the personality differences. I think that the consistent thread among all of us is we will learn till the day we die. Right. And that's not necessarily true of everyone else in our profession. So you graduated, you probably, like most of us, became frustrated, but when did you did you leave a traditional practice to start your own? Or how did that how did the evolution of you going from a, a conventional vet to a to an alternative practitioner happen? Yeah. So I had I had gotten my first job, you know, I was working,
0: and but they would keep telling me how to practice, I okay. think. And so the big joke was I I don't play nice with others. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And if they would tell me you have to give an antibiotic injection to this animal before it leaves the hospital. Yeah. And I why? It just makes sense to It, you. it didn't make sense to me. Yes. It was it was just a, a rote thing that everybody should get. Yeah. But it didn't make sense for the patient. Yeah. And so I ended up leaving sure. that practice. Before my contract was up sure. and started my own. Okay. And that was the, always
1: the joke was, I don't play nice with others. <laughs> you, you actually, but you, you play beautifully with others. Yeah, them. I was just going to say, you <laughs> play beautifully with others, but you you do want answers that make sense to right. you. And that, that's, that's very logical to me. Right. And so, that addiction to learning was yeah. very true.
0: Because I always wanted to have a reason why. Why am I doing that? Yeah. Why would I just
1: give that injection just... Because? Because. And it doesn't make sense in your brain, obviously, for you to be able to live with yourself. So you started your own animal hospital, but then even more interestingly, instead of just being then, going from conventional to holistic, Mm -hmm. you, what was the transition from, okay, now I'm an integrative practice to I really like essential oils. How did that happen?
0: Yeah, it it happened all all of a sudden because we had been exposed to them and I had dabbled in a lot of different things. And then, you know, really truly, I think with my own children,
1: Okay. That was a sure. big driving force. Sure,
0: we needed special things for them. Uh, they were very sensitive to chemicals and dyes, and you know all those sorts of things. Yep. So we were searching for something actually for our human family. Sure, and
1: oh, you yeah. know you find okay.
0: essential oils, and it was just. You know, kind of one of those things, wow, these are really, really amazing. Yeah, powerful. Yeah, and then we would get this opportunity to start, you know, people would start telling you that they were using them on their animals. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that's kind of fascinating. Mm-hmm. And then you would find that the veterinary research that was very torn on it. For sure. You you know, you can't do that. You're yes. going to kill the cat if you do this. Yeah, literally. But people would come up to me and they would, you know, share their stories that, well, my cat is living. You right. know, because of this essential. Right. right. And so I was always because I was always willing to question. Yep. You know, even if another veterinarian had said, "Oh no, no, you can never use this essential oil." Right. Well, why? Well, that person could. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure. Sure. Exactly. So that would spur that desire to learn again. You, you bet. know that
1: addiction to learning. You I bet. just wanted to know why, why, why. You know, I always had to have the why. I drove my parents crazy. <laughs> well, but you know what's great is it makes you a very powerful and educated doctor, which you are, which is wonderful. I mean, you have a lot of different tools that you're able to you're able to reach for um, in a multitude of different situations. The cool thing about oils um, is that they do, they they prompt a physiologic response, but they also help with emotional health and well-being. And that's something that's not always the case in herbal or other types of medicine. Right. And so do you, have you found yourself, do you think you're treating 50-50 physical cases versus emotional behavior problems or what's I mean, what, what do you find yourself? Is it just a variety of everything? It there is really a variety of everything, but I think the amazing part to me with the essential
0: oils has always been that it does treat everything. Though. Yes. Because even if I'm treating a physical case, it's a dog with arthritis yep. or something, and all all the owner wants is to not have to use a traditional NSAID. Yep there was still an emotional component to sure. feeling sore, run sure. down, you're getting older, maybe sure. somebody got a new puppy in the household because the older dog's getting older. Yep. And so the oils always brought that emotional component, whether I recognize sure. it or not. Sure, sure. And so I think that's part of their magic mm-hmm. is that they so address everything holistically, you know, and there's things that we just don't know about them
1: that of they're course. already doing what you bet, you know, and, and it's affecting the owners. You bet. Well, and, and that's the other neat thing. And We are seeing a neat theme with all of these interviews we're doing here at the HVMA conference that what we're hearing consistently is, yes, I'm treating the dog or the cat, but ultimately I am treating the owners and actually the home and yeah. the environment. And in some situations, you know, their their goal is the world. We're looking at, at earth health. Yeah. And essential oils, of course, coming from the earth. It's just almost like full circle. So... Um, You are you just don't just buy blends and use them. You create your own blends, and you 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 really specialize in essential oils, right? And
0: most of the essential oils on the market now were created for humans. Yeah, you know, so it was a very human-oriented demand. Yep, and so they were always not quite one hundred percent perfect for animals. We were improvising, right? We would take something and we go, okay, well, we'll kind of make this now. Right. So my desire was always to let's perfect this, you You know, and, and. A lot of people would not have a very expensive oil on hand or something, and so if I wanted them to use something, oh, I can't afford that one, or I don't have it. So now when I can create my own, I can always make sure that that special oil is in there or that it's in the right ratio that animals
1: respond to Exactly. instead of what we've created for us. For people. Yeah, Yeah. and and that makes sense. That also should provide some peace of mind for people. Mm-hmm. I will tell you the number one question I get all the time is there are certain oils that will kill animals and I know that you're sticking stickler for quality, which we which you, we, we have to be. Right. But from the quality issue aside, once you know you have pure oils and once you know that they're blooded in the correct proportions, have you been able through evidence-based medicine to help just over you doing this 20 years, you've been able to just reduce your fears enough that do you have any fears or, I mean, fears pertaining to safety at this point? Or do you feel like, really, if you're using this correct oil that is of excellent quality and the correct dilution, you are fine?
0: Pretty much. Okay. You know?
1: And I always keep my mind open. Always? To it.
0: Because, you know, we'll have people contact us and they say, well, I think my dog had a seizure because of it. Yes. So like, well, do they well, have, have they ever had a history of seizure before? Oh, well, yeah. You right. know, three years ago they did too. Right. And so sometimes there's the coincidental thing. Sure. But I always got to keep my mind open to the fact that, well, could it?
1: You sure, know? And, sure. And I think if
0: we close our mind to that. Oh, of course. Then we're in trouble. But I really do. I feel so safe with it now okay. that
1: it doesn't really, you know, I don't get any weird butterflies right. or, you know, kind of right. a creepy feeling of, right. did I do something wrong? Well, and I think that because it is, because there isn't, overwhelming amounts of data, especially for animals. Mm-hmm. We just don't have a gazillion research studies pertaining to oils. Right. And because it's a little bit like a fresh food diet, there's been enough negative stigma associated with the, the fear aspect yeah. of using essential oils that I That's think, just like raw food and essential oils, people are like, you know, it might be a benefit, but I could also kill my patients. Right. And so sometimes it's just helping people overcome fears and recognizing what the risks are and then make sure you're doing it correctly. Yeah. And I think that, that that's what the other focus of my blends
0: were is that people were so uncomfortable with it that they never wanted to branch to do it. Yes. They exactly. wouldn't even try it yes. because, and I, you know, I always try to say, it's so easy. Go
1: ahead, try it. Uh, but. The real feel is they're so exactly. nervous to no do No one it. wants to try something on their beloved. Right. It's like you try it on another dog, you let me know. But yeah. I'm not trying it on my dog. Yeah. Um, but they are safe, if you know, done correctly. They're incredibly right. safe and incredibly healing. Yeah. So you've created a line. What's it called? Animalio. Okay. Yeah. And if people wanted to learn more about it, where do they go? Animalio.info. And how many blends do you currently have? Uh, there's about 28. Okay. Yeah. And are you always, like, do you wake up in the middle of the night and think about, oh, Hi. Yeah. I could do that. <laughs> and usually I'll get a question from yep. someone, you know, and so
0: um, like we're looking at creating a hoof blend for horses oh, or cool. you know, th- things that
1: really specifically target
0: things that people ask a lot about. Okay. And so
1: we kind of started out with that and and then branch from there. Yeah. So here's my question, because this is what I get at my practice all the time. Uh, MRSA or, okay. or bacteria that is resistant to traditional antibiotics, okay. do, what would you suggest um, for Owners or guardians that have had their pets that have been on antibiotic after antibiotic and they're no longer working, give us some suggestions or tips. So the essential oils are
0: amazing because they do change. You know, every time you harvest them, it's yeah. a little bit different. They're
1: developing, I mean they're they're resistant. I mean they're they're defensive. Their ability to be antibiotic is evolving with the bacteria. Exactly. Yeah. Because well they would go extinct. Exactly. If they
0: weren't able to fight off this bacteria that's created in the world now all of a sudden, yep. they would be dead. Yep. So we constantly know that they're evolving mm-hmm. and our drugs can't do that. Yep. They stay the same once they created them, that's the patent and it's gonna always. So, you know, they're amazing in that respect that they're always fluctuating. And I'll find that I really enjoy oils for animals from different countries. Sure. So I really like certain things grown in Australia because they're kind of mild and laid back, kind of like sure. Australian people. Sure, you know? exactly. And they, they create a different, Mm -hmm. constituent profile based on where they were grown and so it's just really amazing that way. So we find that they all carry a lot of different properties. Sure, They're all basically some anti-inflammatory properties, some antibacterial, some antifungal, but immune supporting and then emotional support. And so when you combine all of those things, you're not just trying to address the... Oh, we had a MRSA problem. Yeah, a condition. Yeah, the whole thing. now we're actually boosting your immune system, too. Yep. So we're doing a lot of other things that are beneficial. And because the plant changes every year, yep.
1: and every harvest, and every season, then it's so much more advanced. Sure. To add and fully. because there's this dynamic change in the plants that become the oils, mm-hmm. and there's also this dynamic shift of the bacteria becoming resistant plants stay one step ahead of the bacteria, which ends up being this perfect treatment plan. Perfect. So you would use oils orally and topically in those patients, we or actually, how do you? Yeah, we do. we actually don't use them to orally as much as okay. people think.
0: Okay. They always think that we have to go towards that because that's how we get our pills inside right. of them. But they will be absorbed systemically. Right. And um, even inhalation, can benefit them. Sure. So I, I usually start with the most easy routes. Um, you know, most cats are not going to enjoy having a pill shoved down their throat for right. very long. Right. And neither will dogs. And yep. some of them that are very antibacterial are very strong in taste. Sure. So although my dogs will eat just about anything in their food, yep. it, most people, it's going to be hard after a certain amount of time. And I don't really find that the oral oils are as necessary often. Okay. Um, it's all about, you know, supporting that immune system, building everything, sure. diet changes, you sure. know, want to create that. But a lot of times we can use them in a really easy manner and still have huge effects. So some of the really easy topical massages and okay. stuff. Okay, yep. And then a lot of animals are grooming. Yep. So they will ingest them sure. and some with cats,
1: you know, let them groom them off. Sure, exactly. <laughs> That's the easiest form of yep. ingestion for them ever. And your line, is- it has, Cat specific, or are they all approved for kitties and dogs? Or? Yeah. For the most part, like we've created, like we have a kitty boost, okay.
0: <laughs> and that was created specifically for cats. Okay. But dogs can use it. We use it on our rats a little bit. Sure. And, you know, all, all the animals can use it, but it was tailored specifically with cats sure. in mind. Sure. You know? um, certain products for dogs, your know, cat's not going to enjoy it as much oh. as a dog will. So mm-hmm. although it will work on them,
1: it's not the ideal kind of customized for the dog right yeah very good and do you find that um, that people have more when they first start using those they have more questions I mean do do you feel like you do you feel like it's becoming more accepted and people are starting to relax a little yeah yeah it's because they have a little bit of a guidance and Mm -hmm. they they go, okay we
0: know this recipe has already been used on hundreds of animals if not thousands yeah and and a veterinarian has it has been able to recommend you know it's not just Somebody I met on the street gave me this thing. It's right, like it exactly. on your cat. Right, exactly. <laughs> and so, and we do blood work studies. And, you know, every, even every batch of oil that I order for our oils, I've used on animals before they would ever go out to the market. Yep. Because I use them on myself. I use them, Sure. you know, in our daily lives on my own animals. I spritz
1: down my little love bird, you know. Sure. And, so that's my important family. And. Do you, um, so then the oils that you're selling, is it a concentrate that, that owners dilute, or is it does it come ready to go, or how do you use them?
0: Yeah, and we have two kind of varieties. So a lot of times we'll have some neat um, blends, which is undiluted. And that can work really well for horses or very large dogs, too. But we have been finding that diluted ones are almost working better. Right. It was it's kind of
1: a revelation, homey- right? right?
0: Yeah. And because I, you know, one of the blends I made for my own dog, I would just drip all the different oils I wanted to use, and i rub them on her, and it did help with the nail trims and her anxiety. But it actually was kind of a funny way. We, somebody wanted to use our product line in a product, but they needed it really cheap. Yeah. And I said, well, the only way I can make it really cheap is to dilute it. Sure.
1: As we kept diluting it,
0: we kind of figured out that the animals were liking it better.
1: So interesting. <laughs> well, if you think yeah. about how powerful... For a smell it is for us, imagine them yeah. too. But I bet it worked. Did, did it work as effectively? It better. It's so
0: It was. And and I think what we typically did find is that the oils were overwhelming to animals. Sure. Often. We'd either create an aversion, they'd want to run away. You know, a lot of people would say, Oh like open the bottle and the animal leaves the room. Yes. Well, they can smell it before we've even opened it. Sure. And it's so strong that I think we were overwhelming not only their body systems but their emotional systems. Sure. And so Makes as we diluted them out more, the animals actually come up, they want to lick them out of your hand,
1: wow. you know, and yeah. they
0: come to the, everybody's reporting, they're like, they actually come over to the bottle yeah. now instead of run away from it. Yeah. And so I think it is just about respecting that, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes we, even though we can do them right. straight up, right. Right. <laughs> and my matter. dogs will tolerate it, they'll sure. sit there for it. Sure. They they really, you know, it's almost like a, a massage. You know, you could have the really
1: yes, deep get, one. You could be raw. And yeah, right. Exactly.
0: But sometimes the gentle one's great.
1: Right, right, exactly. And that makes sense. Yeah. So um, so the ones that have been diluted, what what's like the carrier oil? Do you use- typically we're using coconut oil? Okay. But it was
0: really a fascinating lecture with Dr. Yun to yes. you know have this traditional Chinese medicine take now on the different carrier oils. Even. Right. because I hadn't considered that as much, I sure. think. so we probably will create some blends now that have different carrier oils more targeted yeah. to the body systems yeah. or to what we're trying to, to do. Beans. We use a,
1: a fractionated coconut oil mainly yep. because then it's uh, liquid. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Well, you are doing neat, fun things. Yeah. And you are, yeah, honestly, it's always something <laughs> new and different, yeah. but the line you've created, it's exciting because I know it's brand new, but there's potential um, for your zoo animal medicine, wildlife, avian mm-hmm. medicine. Yeah. Um, animals that shelter work. Um, you yeah. created a beautiful blend for Luann Forbes and her snippets, which yes. is helping just for strictly emotional anxiety um, with great results. So you're doing it's some really fun, fun yeah. neat things. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for sharing your Thank story you with us. Right.